How's it going, everybody?、Uh, my name is Trey, aka Florence Mays, and this is Cullen, and this is the Epiphany Show.、Uh, how are we doing today? I'm doing good. You doing good? Yeah, we got some good food.、Um, it's beautiful out. Colors are beautiful. Weather's beautiful. Not too hot. Not too cold.、Um, we got a meeting tonight, and we are finally getting to the podcast. So I can't complain. Bro, it's 75 in Minnesota right now. Goaded. And October tenth. That's <laughs> you. And it's supposed to be eighty tomorrow too. Really? Yeah. You trying to go swim? Low key. Oh,、I'm、we just、down. closed the pool though. Ah, yeah. Hot tub it is. Hot tub. It's <laughs> <laughs> hot tub on the hot day. <laughs> um, should we get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Um, yeah. So for today, we got kind of a a larger topic. Just. Really about self love, self esteem, and just kind of all those kinds of things, you know, positive self image and all that.、Um, mm-hmm. As I say every episode, we're not experts on everything we talk about. We just been through some stuff, know a little bit, so we just, and we just observe、topics. the world around. Yeah,、um, I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this question, but I'm going to ask you real quick.、Right. Kind of deep, all right? Okay. Do you love yourself? Do I love myself? I,、uh, I would say there are times that I can view myself from an outside perspective and be like, "Hey, like, you know, I'm like really genuine. I really genuinely do care about people,、uh, and sometimes I do love myself for that. But outside of that, do I love the things I do and the way I? No, I would say there's a lot of times if you like heard my inner dialogue, and、mm-hmm. you know what's funny is actually my mentor Jason has told me that. Uh, I don't know if it was Harvard or I, I can't cite the source, but he told me that there was a study done on the、um, negative thoughts versus positive thoughts that we have per day.、Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he said, "Oh man, I wish I knew the numbers, but we have X amount of thousand number of thoughts、mm-hmm. per day." Let me try looking. He、up. said, "Yeah." He said,、uh, "I think either anywhere from seventy-five to ninety percent of them are negative." Wow. And、uh, he so he took he just said all this to say you're not crazy because I tell him about the negative thoughts I have and intrusive, and he said you're not different. You're not that different.、Uh-huh. Most people have very negative thoughts, and so I would say if you heard my inner dialogue, you'd probably be like, "Man, this kid does not love himself," and、uh, I'd probably say that too.、Um, but I think I just have got it. Eyes to what is it? Eighty percent. Eighty percent. Eighty percent of our thoughts are negative,、mm-hmm. and. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's not good. That's a large number. That's sad. <laughs> that's really that's sad, bro. Almost all your thoughts. Yes. And I mean, I, I would say the same thing for me.、Um, I asked that question because you know when I was, I don't know, around high school. This is just kind of a little side story, you know. I, you know, when you get high school, you kind of start to glow up a little bit,、mm-hmm. start a little some, better, you know. So, yeah, some, <laughs> so not all, some,、yeah. some hit college or whatever. But for me, it was like high school, throughout high school, and I just like I really started like loving myself. I was、yeah. like, dang, I look good,、yeah. you know, all this kind of stuff. And I was like, if you knew me in high school, I was pretty cocky. Like I'll say that I was very arrogant. You know what I realized though? Yeah, I didn't love myself. I just loved the way I looked. Yeah, and. I remember when I first realized that I was like, "Dang, like, do I actually love myself?" Yeah. 
And you bring up a good point. Like if people heard my inner thoughts, I don't know. I don't know if they would say I love myself, but I do, I do think I'm at a point where I do. I love the person I'm becoming. And that, yeah, that's good. Uh That's really good. So I'm getting there. I like to say, I love to say, um, but I mean, it can look different for everyone. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't always have to be about looks. It doesn't have to be, you know, it, yeah. Loving yourself is such like, that's why I said it's such a big topic. You know, Mm -hmm. there's so many like facets of it. Um, but let's get into a few of them. Let's do it. Um, let's talk about self-esteem first. Um, I had the definition pulled up. Give me a second here because self-esteem, self-confidence, self-love are all, you know, different things. People think they're quite similar, but here it is. All right. We like to do our definitions on this podcast. If you can't tell, (laughs) um, I'll do one here. uh, The definition of self-esteem is confidence in one's worth abilities or self-respect. Self-respect. Now, are we speaking personally or are we speaking to... I'm just speaking personally. Okay. Um, I would say I do have pretty high self-esteem as mm-hmm. far as like recognizing. And actually, entelechy is my favorite word. I remember mm-hmm. I learned it about three years ago, but it's the realization of potential. Yeah. Now, my mentor, if you're listening to this, I know you hate the word potential. <laughs> and I've kind of learned to hate it too, because with that, like you can have tons of potential, but do nothing with it. Yeah. And so it really doesn't mean anything. But I do recognize my worth and I do recognize that I, I do have... um I am a valuable asset, whether that's a friendship or at a job or whatever it may be. Um, but I would say I also have low self-esteem. Um, and I think that just stems from mental health. Of like, sometimes I do mm-hmm. feel worthless. Sometimes I do feel like I have nothing to offer. And I think that's more to God because I yeah. recognize I have nothing to offer to him. Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of makes me feel like, well, what's the point? Da, 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 you know, all these thoughts. Um, but I would say that I do recognize my potential and that I, I have something to offer at least um, mm-hmm. like in this life. Yeah. I mean, it really is sad to say, but apart from we really are nothing. Yeah. And I was, I, I literally, I was actually just in my um, devotion today. I was talking about how we think it's our life. You know, this is my life. I yeah. know I do what I want. I know my goals and all that thing. And it's not bad to have goals, not have that, you know, but at the end of the day, it's not your life at the end. Like for real, it's God's life. And I can't remember the verse. I'll put it down. But, um, first Corinthians six, something you were bought with the price. Yep. You are not your own. Mm -hmm. It says that. And I got, um, getting attached. I haven't finished it yet, but I started it. It says sacrifice and this side's going to say living, but Uh one of my favorite verses that, uh, as of lately is offer your body as a living sacrifice. And that's, it's a little different because it's talking about offering your body, but, Offer yourself as a living sacrifice to God. Um, Yeah, you just brought up that piece about how we were really aren't anything. But so I just want to get off that little tangent there. But what really hit me about that definition is self respect. Mm -hmm. That is something that, like, especially, like, I'm growing in it now because I'm growing, period. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I didn't have a lot of self respect. And, you know, as we bring up every time, I think about my addiction and that was when I was lowest in my self-respect. But another area I think about it is sexually, bro. For sure. It's like when I think about myself back in high school and even a few years ago, like, wow, I really had no self-respect in that regard. And that, and that makes me realize why, because, you know, sex is such a, such a, at least in our culture, it's like, 
oh, she's hot. Yeah. You know, I'm going to get with her type yep. thing. So it's so like, what's the word? Like visual and like, it's all about appeal. Yeah. Lust. Attraction it's and all that. Based. Lust. Yeah. Yes. That's the word I'm looking for. And, you know, a lot of people take love out of it, you know, if you're doing it before marriage. Yeah. But, um, so I think I use that as like a, Cause like I was saying before, back in high school, you know, I thought my, I thought of myself as, you know, I'm so pretty and yeah. I look good. I'm good. I love myself. Right. You know, yeah. but it was just me masking things, bro. Like I, I really didn't love myself. I didn't, I didn't know my background. I didn't know myself. And, you know, sex just plays a role because it's like, oh, she loves me. Yeah. But it's not real love. Like no. you said, it's lust. Mm -hmm. They just like what you look like. Or, we confuse it. Or what you say to them, you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah, so I think that kind of another little tangent plays a huge role in self-esteem and mm -hmm. self-respect in our culture this day and age, especially because people are so promiscuous. And you, you, might, you might even not be thinking about it like, oh, I'm just doing this, you know, for myself and my, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think about like the women empowerment thing, you know, like take back your, yeah. take back your uh, power or whatever. It's like, no, yeah. like you're giving away keep, power. Yeah. You're giving away power. Keep yeah. that for yourself. And you wonder why we have such like bad mental health issues. Yeah. Like, geez, bro, I, I, this isn't a sex podcast. So I'm not <laughs> going to get too into that, but <laughs> I speak your truth. it's yeah. just like that. I'm realizing that right here, right now, it plays such a big factor in, um, self-worth, mm -hmm. self-esteem and all that. Um, yeah. So sorry. I didn't no, mean to go no, off you're there. Fine. But um, to that, I would say that I feel like I myself have just proven not to respect myself, especially like in the light sexually for mm -hmm. sure. And I, I think that's sad because I envision, and we were talking about this, like the multiverse theory, mm -hmm. like I envision a better me to yeah. where like, you know, he does respect himself. He's not out there doing this, da, 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 da. But like, man, like that's the man I want to become. And I, exactly. I hope God is creating me to be that because, you know, one day there, Lord willing, there will be a wife who like loves you the way you should be loved. And you love her the way that you love her. And mm -hmm. like, how is anyone going to respect you if you don't respect yourself? Exactly. Like it's easy to get sex. You want mm -hmm. sex. Like you can go and do this and get it just like that. But like, is that, is that really like, what you, you want to talk about high value living? Is that like, a high value woman or is she just giving it up because she mm -hmm. doesn't respect herself. So now you guys are both disrespecting each other and you don't even know it. You may not mm -hmm. think about it that way. I know uh, Matt Chandler talks about it. Yeah. And he talks about it. Like those things come from a place of self hate. Yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, anger. Um, I can't remember his whole list, but like, yep. yeah, I remember listening to that and I was like, dang, I sent you that. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, sense. you listened to it probably back in the um, treatment, but mm -hmm. yeah, I remember I, I did it's send real. you that recently. Um, and I mean, if we're just running with the sex thing, bro, you know what I realized is like, especially back in high school in my addiction, yeah. you know, I, this is going to come off a little weird, but I, I valued experienced women. I'll just say that, right? I hear you. It was like, dang, yeah. like, that's kind of, you know, that was hot to me, whatever. Yeah. And now coming out of that and realizing, like you said, I'm, I'm eventually be with a wife someday and I want to be married and I, you know. I value purity, bro. Because yeah, yeah. I'm starting to value purity for myself. I'm not perfect in that yet. But what I'm realizing is like, that's something I value now. And that changes yeah. when you value it in yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now it's like, like we talked about this, but you know, I was just like, I'm kind of turned off by like, 
I don't want to use the word, but like hoes, bro. Yeah. yeah. Like to be honest, it's like, but I mean, yeah. I've been there. I'm not gonna <laughs> I say I haven't yeah. been there. So I don't know. There's we could go all types of which ways with this, but yeah, I don't know. That can be chill for some reason. That <laughs> <laughs> <I> was weird. <laughs> anyway, um, should we move on? Yeah, I mean, I would say just from that, like, what do you think it is that like causes that uh, low low self esteem and like loss of self respect in this generation? What is that? Um, where does that come from? I was just talking to a friend about this. I would yeah. say low self esteem. This this kind of gets more into self. What is it? Sorry, um, self image maybe, mm-hmm. but. Um, I think about social media going back to, you know, whatever episode that was. I think seeing everyone else doing what they're doing, you know what I mean? Like, oh, this person's a millionaire at 15 or, oh, this girl's making this much money on OnlyFans or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like people are out there doing stuff and you're seeing it now more than ever. And I think that like creates this, dang, I'm not good enough. Dang, I'm not there yet. Like I'm not them. The blind lead in the blind. Yeah. And I think people just like start to just view themselves very lowly from that. That's what I've realized. And I mean, obviously that's not the only thing. Um, I think there's other things too. I think trauma, I think we're starting to realize how much trauma literally affects everything, but I mean, directly affects your self-image for sure. Um, Even self-respect, especially too, I would say. But I mean, there's many things that can affect that, you know? Yeah. 100%. 100%. And I think about like, you know, back when I was in middle school, there was like, I think that was, I guess I would just say that was the first time mental health was like really like, you know, cause we're, we're, we're kind of the first generation with, you know, social media and all mm-hmm. that, but it was so open and talked about it. And I remember all these girls who struggle with it and like, I, I believe them hundred percent, Yeah, but it was just like, yeah, they just all fed off each other is what yeah. I'm trying to say is, you know, you see this person depressed. It's like, dang, am I depressed? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it kind of, I'm not, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not that I didn't believe them. I'm not saying that by any means, but like, I feel like that's kind of part of it is like this, we all wallow together. Yeah. You know, woe is me, that woe is me in this generation that's like, yeah. dang, I'm kind of sad too. You know what I mean? And then I think about like, sorry to keep going on, but like, 2016, 2017 and emo rap and yeah. all that kind of stuff. I was just and, about to say like juice roll. And, yo, and it's like, that was just being pushed to us, yeah. you know, like I'm just realizing it now how much like being sad was pushed to us yeah. for a very long time. And I think we're at least kind of starting to see the other side of that, but even still like, yeah. it's, it's still out there for sure. And I hear that. And like, I'm not saying it's bad, you know, like I'm not, it's not bad to like, connect to those things. And I don't think it's bad to like make music if you're sad, like read yeah. songs, bro. Like David is heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Like he talks about his bed sheets being soaked with his tears, you know, yeah. and why God have you forsaken me? And like, it's, it's not necessarily a bad thing to pour out your heart in that way. But mm-hmm. I think we idolize it. Um, yeah. And I, I, I don't think, I don't see much fighting against it. Exactly. That's I think what it's I mean. kind of like a stuck mentality. That's what I'm saying. The yeah. woe is me. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, just going back to that. Yeah, it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with being sad. I'm sorry if I came off like that. No, no, no. <laughs> or no. depressed. Because no. I struggle with depression myself. So yeah. I know that firsthand. You know what I mean? 
but yeah, like you said, it's the what's next. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know, especially when you're depressed, that can be even more hard to think about. Yeah. But it feels like an eternity. Exactly. But I think that's where your self esteem gets wrecked. Yeah. It's when you stay there for a very long time. Yeah. Um let's move on to uh Honest self-image. Okay. As in what way? As in, all right. You see yourself as Trey, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, who is Trey? You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, who am I? Yeah. You know, some people think of them. I mean, it also does come back to self-esteem, but they think of themselves as like high and mighty, you know, yeah. and like um, kind of like the narcissism kind of thing, not to say everyone who thinks of himself highly as narcissist, but you know what I mean? And then there's people who think of themselves lowly. I'm thinking, I'm yeah. talking about like taking, like honestly, like who am I and, you know, what do I look like to other people like inside? Yeah. And I think. So from other people's perspectives or like my own? Um, Or both? I think a little bit of both because okay. I think you do have to take in regard other people's perspective for, sure. for it to be truly honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? What we were saying last yeah. podcast, um, I think it was last podcast, maybe two, two ago, but um, a lot of people lie to themselves. Yeah. That's why I kind of wanted to talk about it. And maybe do you, what do you, what do you see yourself doing in that? Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, cause I, I, don't, I also don't want this to be like too personal. You know, I'm trying to relate to you guys and stuff with it and, and stuff, but how can um like what does honest self-image look like i guess is what i'm asking um, what does that look like for you and i mean i can go if you want to think on that yeah but, yeah yeah you go um for me you know it's realizing it's like what we were talking about realizing that dang i had no self-respect before and it's realizing that i'm an addict and i got to that's it's it's a hard truth, but you got to be honest with yourself about things like that. Or it's realizing, you know, your family structure and all that kind of stuff. And and sorry, big thing for me that I realized was like trauma. That's a big part of self image because yeah. like, kind of going back to what we were saying, that can cloud your self image and your yeah. self esteem uh, greatly. And like, so it's like things like that that. I've had a chance to address, um, especially through treatment, because I went to boarding school back in 2019 and then 2020. And, uh, you know, I went to treatment a lot in a few years. And what I got out of that, I think the biggest thing that I got was introspection. You know what that means? I know exactly yeah. what that means. And I realized, you know, you have no phone, you know, I could read or whatever. But it's like, you, you it's really you and yourself at the end of the day. Yep. And you get a lot of time to sit and think about yourself and yeah. who am I and what do I want to do and you know all that. And I think the phones and just this entire culture in general, it takes that aspect away. You know what I mean? You don't got people. You don't got people being honest with themselves. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And I, I guess why I wanted to ask you that question because you know you've been through treatment and you've been through those kind of things like. Maybe that's a better question. How did that help your honest self-image, especially like with like therapy or like, you know, realizing you're an addict and all those kinds of things? Because I feel like there's so many things in your life that 
make your self image more real and honest. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, to the phone aspect and also to the overall like self honest or, uh, you know, honest self image. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say 100% the phones distract us from like who we really are, yeah. but I also think it, uh, we continually compare ourselves to who someone else is. And then again, that goes back to self-image of viewing yourself as lower than them or mm-hmm. less than. Um, but one thing I do want to kind of add to this, and this might sound cliche, but yes, it's good to be introspective. But mm-hmm. if you're constantly looking at yourself, you're not yep. going to find anything. But if you read your Bible and then look at yourself, it can be used as a mirror of like who you should be and who God is going to create you to be. That's a good word. Um, and like, yeah, because I get caught at just constantly looking inside all the time. And mm-hmm. I think, and, and not to like, trigger anyone, but psychedelics really gave me an introspection For that sure. I never had before. For sure. And that might be a blessing and a curse because I just remember before I started using them, I never realized anything about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I started using psychedelics, I, yeah, you have all the time in the world and it's like a lens that kind of gets yeah. put over your life to where you're like, man, like, that argument I had with my mom like a week ago, like, man, I shouldn't have said those things. Like these mm-hmm. weird thoughts that like you weren't thinking before. And I took that away from psychedelics and I have it constantly, just constantly looking at myself. But more importantly, like I have to learn to look at God because, mm-hmm. and like what he's done for me, because if I'm just constantly looking inside, inside myself, all I, I'm going to see is garbage really. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of sin and a lot of, you know, just stuff like that. But if I look at, I have, what is it? I think, I don't remember who said it, but you said, look at yourself once and then double look back at Christ or something like that, mm-hmm. which is really important. And it's easy to say that, hard to do it. Um, but how others would see me, I would say, let's say I'm smiley, happy, joyful, sure. uh, can light up a room. Uh, probably say I'm intelligent, I'm a leader, natural born, whatever. Um, but those are all just things that people see. Like, mm-hmm. I would say genuinely, like, um, I've allowed trauma to really shape who I am. And like, that may not be such a bad thing. Like, what do I do with the trauma? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and am I stuck in wallowing in it? No, but I would say like, I genuinely do kind of have like a sad, broken soul. And I think you can hear that in a lot of my music. Um, But I I think it makes it easier to like uh, empathize with people who have been hurt and to also speak to things like this. if there's not another voice doing it, you know? So, um, yeah, I don't know where where else to go with that. Yeah. I think you bring up a good point. There is, you know, going through trauma, going through these things and everything that we've Mm -hmm. been through. I can't remember where it was told to me, but basically that's an anointing to help other people through that. For sure. Through the same situations, you know what I mean? And I think addiction, especially whether it's, um, like for me, adoption trauma, stuff like that, you know, all those kinds of things. Yeah. All those kinds of things that shaped me, maybe who I am. Like you said, you can speak to it and you can speak life into other people and help them through their seasons. And I think that's a big reason. Um, You know, there's always this big question of like, why does God allow so much hurt in this world? Yeah. Can you imagine this world without hurt, bro? Like, I mean, yeah, it sounds good, but like, I feel like at the end of the day, like, it shapes everything, bro. Like, think about like, this is random, but like World War II, think about how much that changed America or changed the world, you know? Sure, it was bad and a lot of things that, you know, like the nuclear bombs and all that kind of stuff, you know, all that kind of stuff is bad, but like, 
hardships and those kinds of things change things. Yeah. That's the reason things change. Yeah. And that's the reason things progress and become better. So, you know, that's kind of just like a, a short little way to kind of answer that question. And I know there's much bigger reasons to that, but I think people overlook that. You what know doesn't what kill mean? you make you strong? Exactly. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I like I like what you're saying just about how going through those things really shapes us. You know For what sure. I mean? And it helps you help other people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's go another way, shall we? Do it. Um, yeah, that's a huge part about self-image and self-esteem and all that kind of yeah. stuff because you know, we kind of got into that a little bit last time. Um, just for me personally, I've always not felt comfortable in my skin. Huh. And we had that conversation. I don't know what day it was last Friday or something just about, you know, that whole, just how I struggled in the black community. You know, we we're talking yeah. about that. And it's just like, that's okay. Sorry. Going back to what I was saying about, you know, me loving how I looked. You know what I mean? That was kind of a mask of me feeling comfortable in my skin. Um, I realized I had a lot of hurt and trauma, just like I said, relating to just how I f fit into the black community and what that looked like. Um, all that to say, self-image, sorry, um, feeling comfortable in your skin is hard. And I think a lot more people don't yeah. than do say most people don't. Um, the one thing I do see a lot is it maybe comes with old age. You know hey. what I mean? I think, I think about like those old guys at the gym who are just, you know, naked yeah. just walking around the locker yeah. room, you know, you just mm -hmm. like, maybe it's, you just stop caring, but yeah. I feel like the older you get, the more comfortable in your skin you get. Yeah. A little bit, maybe not for everyone. I don't want to speak for everyone, but I don't know. I think, yeah. Do you have anything? I can relate. Like I, uh, I think I very, I, I feel very like uncomfortable a lot of the times. I think it depends on who I'm around also. Um, but I just, yeah. I, even just like in church, just mm. like feeling like I don't belong mm -hmm. or um, like, man, like if someone, I don't know, just even being in a group of people, like is someone like looking at me, like, mm -hmm. I don't know. And I have like ticks, like I'll blink, like they'll get worse sometimes. And sometimes I don't have them, but like, I'll be blinking. And like, mm -hmm. I think, I think I'm like confident, but I also think I'm very like unconfident. Like mm -hmm. it's weird. It's like a balance, a weird yeah. balance. I don't know. For sure. And I think confident, that's, a, that's another one of the words mm -hmm. we had written down. And, you know, it plays into all of that self-image, self-esteem, mm -hmm. self-love. Confidence is something that you can have apart from all of those things. Though. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I talk about, you know, I loved how I looked. Yeah. That, there was a sense of confidence in there. Maybe yeah. it was f coming from the wrong place. Yeah. But like, like you said, you can be confident and not feel comfortable in your skin. Yeah. You can be confident and not love yourself. Yeah. Um, or maybe only confident in a certain area of your life. Exactly. That hey, too. I can draw good or whatever mm -hmm. it may be. Like, yeah. And I think... To what you're saying, to kind of jump back to what the original thing was, I, I have this very distinct experience. I don't know why it really stuck with me, but so I live in Minnetonka, Minnesota, and uh, right over by Wyzetta, 
I was with my family. I was in downtown Wyzetta and that's one of the biggest places I've ever, like just, just the specific moment. I just felt so out of place, bro. Yeah. I looked around there. I mean, there's all these nice cars, these posh, rich, old white people, you know, living in their little town and nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not here to sit and hate on rich people, but it was just like, I, I, maybe it was what I was wearing that day. Maybe, I don't know what it was. Maybe it's just a, a, what's the word? Preconceived or preconditioned. Yeah. Yeah. Preconceived notion. Yeah. That like, I don't know. I just had my dreads like in my face and I was like wearing like ripped jeans and I just felt like I don't belong here. Yeah. And it was like, it was, it wasn't like a, like a feeling of like, I don't want to be, you know, I, I didn't feel, it wasn't like a, but it just felt weird. Yeah. It was like, I just like uncomfortable right now. Like I feel like everyone's looking, maybe not, but I felt yeah. like everyone was looking at me like you don't belong here. You know yeah. what I mean? And, you know, just to, I bring up that story because it definitely is where you are, um, which goes back a little bit to community, yeah. you know, finding the right group of people where you can feel yourself with. For you sure. Know what I mean, and I think that will work wonders just for your overall self-esteem yeah. and self-worth. And People don't make you feel crazy for being you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, like I said, going back to the past episode, that's a big part of community that yeah. you should have and should find. And sometimes harder than other times. But, you know, I think individuals as humans um, thrive better in groups. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, I don't know. I mean, I would probably say that's the way we were created. Yeah. I think so. I mean, he said, what, what did we say last time? Man's it's not good for man to be alone. Yeah. So it's like, I think, but I also think about, sorry to keep rambling, but I also think about like, what if you were the only person on this earth? Yeah. What would you think about yourself? You would have nothing to compare it to. Exactly. That's your, I don't know. It's I came up with an analogy thought. about a tree. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's like, maybe that's not like a good contrast to what I was saying, but like, it's kind of, it's kind of the weakness and the strength of other people. You yeah. know what I mean? Because if you find your people, you find your community that really make you feel yourself, you know, it's really like, makes you love yourself. Empowering. More. Empowering. Yeah. That's the word. Yeah. But you get in with a group that's mean or mm-hmm. that you don't feel welcomed in or, yeah. you know, whatever that can be honestly the difference between life and death sometimes. Like detrimental, very, for sure. Yeah. And like, what about like introspectiveness versus uh, uh, like being extroverted or not introspective, uh, being introverted or extroverted. Mm-hmm. Like some people get their energy from being alone. Exactly. Um, and then some people get it like when they're around people, that's where they get their energy from. So I think there's differences in personality too. Yeah. Um, but even those people need friends. Yeah, for sure. I think it's just, you need to figure out how to love yourself. And I guess it goes back to what I was saying is you need to be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Who am I? What do I like? Am I introverted or extroverted? Yeah. You know, like all those kinds of things, you need to figure those things out. And like I said, introspection, but like you said, that shouldn't be the only means. Mm-hmm. You should also mirror that to Jesus in the Bible. And you know what I mean? I think it's a process. I wouldn't even say I'm there. I definitely wouldn't say I'm there yet. But like there's ways you can 
grow comfortable in your skin, become, have a high self-esteem, become yeah. loving of yourself. You know what I mean? And I think it's just a, a really long process. Yep. And it's part of the human condition. Yeah. And I think it comes through experience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know where I was going to go with that. You know who, <laughs> you know who is, I, I wouldn't say this, but just like self-confidence, self-love, just the king of that, bro. Kanye. <laughs> you talking about Kanye now? <laughs> bro, have you heard the song I Love Kanye? Probably. I couldn't think of it off That's the top of my head, though. You I miss the to old Kanye. Yeah. Oh, that song? I missed the yeah, old Yeah, yeah, Kanye. okay, okay. Yep. Yeah. See, bro, it's just like, what does he say? I love you like Kanye loves Kanye. Yeah. Like, I, we were talking about this before. It's yeah. like, who knows? Maybe, you know, he has, supposedly he has bipolar, right? Yeah. So it's like, you know, that could be also part of his mania and all that kind of stuff. But like, have you seen the, you've seen the Genius documentary, right? Yes. And I guess I was Wait, saying genius. Oh the, yeah, yeah, the Kanye. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just like how sure of himself he was. Yeah, from the he beginning, was. taking his demo tapes to the Rockefeller or whatever. Yeah, and all of them were looking at him crazy, and he knew. That's what I'm he saying. I, I guess maybe that's more confidence. Yeah, but like still, that dude, he just knows. He knew. He knows himself. Yeah. And maybe he's lost himself a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to get into that. Well, he's been cloned. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? But like, I don't know. I, when I think about like, I guess, I guess maybe just because of that song, I love you like Kanye loves Kanye. It's just like, when I think about loving myself, I don't know why. Yeah. Just Kanye comes to mind. Yeah. Well, I think his mom also gave him a huge, uh, I think she played a huge role in For that sure. confidence. Mm-hmm. And I think you see a change when she dies. For sure. So that could also lead For into sure. where do you get your confidence from? And sorry, I had another question yeah. kind of going off of that is, where is it? Um, how do you think your fame accept, or how do you think fame affects your self-image? For sure. Uh, I think it could go either ways For uh, sure. or either way. I, I think some people, cause I mean, you can have all, you can have a thousand positive comments, but you read that one mm-hmm. and it hurts you. Yeah. You know, it could be some kid behind a computer screen. I don't know, but, mm-hmm. uh, I think it depends on where your confidence really relies. Does it yeah. rely on what the world says about you or does it come from what Christ says about you? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and I think that's why we see such low self-esteem mm-hmm. and just even the millionaires who shoot themselves in the head, yep. you know, like, mm-hmm. Where does their, like, who do they, what do they put their trust in? Because exactly. if you put your trust in the music industry and then your record doesn't sell and you don't make money, uh, then who are you? Exactly. Uh, I mean, I think a lot of football players and basketball players and stuff deal with that too. Is like they, they are in there and let's mm-hmm. say your, your, uh, career only lasts seven years. Yeah. Who am I now? Exactly. Who were you before? Mm-hmm. Without the title of Grammy winner or, uh, all-star player, whatever it may be, like, who are you? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's just to, you know, each person has to answer that for themselves. But I think a lot of people are caught up and mm-hmm. labels. Yeah. Like, this is who the world says I am. So I'm going to take that on. I'm going to run with it. Mm-hmm. But like, when the world stops loving you, what do you have? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, for me, that brings to mind my brother. Yeah. Because I think about... You know, the world sees him as Kardashev, you know, yeah. as a football player and all that kind of stuff. But 
he he knows who he is. Yeah, he does not carry it like that though. He knows he's a child of God. Meeting he knows him, he's yeah. Coffee, like yeah. It's just so cool to see him not defined by that and him to get into the league and not change. Yeah. Like, if you're watching this, shout out to you, bro. Because, like, people change. And you know that. You've seen it firsthand. But, yeah. like, I, I don't know. It, just talking about that just brought him to mind because he's so – I mean, he's a Christian, obviously. So it's just, like, I think that plays a big role in it. But, like, he knows himself. Yeah. He knows – yeah. So, yeah, I, to what you're saying – it really becomes who you are. Yeah. And like you said, what happens when you're not that anymore? Yeah. And you, th you think about uh, Tom Brady, you know what I mean? The dude retired for like, what, like two months? I'm yeah, sure he was like, shoot, bro. Like, yeah. what do I do? I think he talks about that. Uh-huh. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, his, I think about his wife, you know, she was, I don't, I don't know if she was exactly mad, but you know, I know there were issues there. I, I mean, I'm, seen in the media I don't know what that means but you know what I mean I think it's like bro you're a dad yeah. you're not just a football player yeah like a husband you're a husband yeah like he's amazing bro but like move on bro yeah and then I don't know bro like I, I'm not here to sit here and well it becomes on. your identity mm -hmm. and I mean you know I, I I think it's very real especially just for you know, some of the visions that I have for what mm -hmm. I want to do is like, I want to make sure that I have a solid ground. And the Bible talks about that. A solid foundation is like yeah. the man who built his, his house on the rocks and the one who built his, um, his house on the sand. And yeah. like when the storm came, how great was the fall of the man who built his, his house on the sand? For real. You know, so what is your foundation? Yeah. And we always got to bring it back to Christ. It's like, it's so easy to say Christ is my foundation, but like, is he really your foundation? Exactly. If you lost your house, if you lost your car, if you lost your, uh, whatever it may be, like, would you still have faith? Mm -hmm. You know? And like, that's a real question because real. life can get very real. Yeah. And I think a, a lot of this world is just, it's built on this world. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's, it's so lost, mm -hmm. you know? And yeah. And just, Getting away from that is so beautiful. Um, I wouldn't say I'm completely away from it. I still get caught up in the world. You know, sure. there's, there's things. But just realizing that this is temporary, bro. It is. Like, whatever I'm going through right now, I I feel like I come back to this every episode. <laughs> really? But it's like, it's true, bro. Like, there's, there's freaking... I'm going to heaven, bro. Like my name is in that book. Yeah. And you can know that your name can be in that book and it can be bigger than just this world. Like he came. So you didn't have to worry about all these little things. He came. So your self image could be bigger than just who you are here. You're a child of God. We are made in the image of God. You realize that? Like your barber was kind of talking about this in a yeah. different way, but like, we are a part of God. You got to realize that. Yeah. Like he breathes life into you. So like if you struggle with self-image or self-esteem, whatever, I challenge you, reach out or just go search. Look in the Bible. Read, read the gospels. Read about who Jesus was because you can be that. It says, um, oh, what's the verse? It's losing, I'm losing it. But um. Shoot, I'll put it down there. But basically, we can be more like him. Yeah. He, he came and he lived and walked 
so we can run. You know, people use that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I guess this is just my little transition into the gospel. Like, if you struggle with self-image, if you struggle with uh, self-esteem, self-worth, all of those things, I know for myself, I've found relief and all of that in Jesus. And it's real. It's real. You can say it's real. Like, so just believe. Confess with your, what is it? Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. That's what it says. That's all you got to do. And you will be saved. Your name will be in that book. So, yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I get a little preachy sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Bottom line, don't look to the world. It'll leave you high and dry. Mm -hmm. And that's where your self-image should come from. I... I'm kind of convicted because I was like going through this and like I was kind of focused on myself on how I became comfortable in my skin or yeah but that's not it at all no. bro. like it's all God yeah he's the reason I am who I am today and it's like I guess this was just good for me just to like you said realize that and think back to what he's done in my life so yeah like it says I. Uh, he formed your inward being in your mother's womb mm-hmm. uh, before be the foundation of the world. <laughs> yeah. Before anything, he formed you and he knew. He knitted you together. Mm-hmm. Uh, he knows the number of hairs on your head. And um, yeah, I, I just, you know, it's hard to believe that sometimes, but there are also glimpses that I get where I'm like, dang, like he really knew me mm-hmm. and he knows me. And yeah, I think sometimes I, uh, I have a hard time like envisioning who I'm really praying to. Yeah. Um, like, what do I picture? Do I picture like a blob of just beautiful colors? Do I picture a real man? What like, what is mm-hmm. it? What image of God do I get? What image of God do you have? Yeah. If you picture just some angry God who is waiting for you to freaking sin and then he's going to be angry at you. Or like, do you picture a loving God? Do you picture a friend? Like, uh, do you see him and the friends around you? Do you yeah. see him and your parents? Like, where, where do you, what do you see? What do you view God as? And I think that's a question that I'm asking myself and I'm also asking you guys because I think it's important to like really figure out who God is to you. Um, and yeah, um, Emily, if you're watching this, she just texted me today um, and she said that God is just like, like just a God up there. Like he is your friend and like, it should be a, a, you guys should have inner dialogue or Mm -hmm. dialogue. Like you're really talking to someone, not just some practiced prayer. It doesn't matter the amount of verses that you spit or the amount of words, whatever, like really just talk to him. Like he is your friend and he is there. Mm -hmm. Um, That's something I'm trying to practice. Yeah. And I would say through that, like you said, get to know God, a relationship, get to have a relationship with God. And through that, You'll get to know yourself yeah. and you'll love yourself you're real, who you because are. you, like I said, you were made in the image of him. Mm-hmm. That's part of it. That's part of the plan. You get that yeah. with the gospel. Yeah. So I guess I'll just end with this. Like yeah. God loves you and he knows you and he is the true mirror of who you are and your self image and your self esteem and self worth, all these self things it's based in God and that's facts. Yeah. So yeah. Should we call it there? Yeah, that's good. Um, we didn't address this in the beginning, but we had a guest that we were planning to get on um, this week, but it fell through sadly, but 
we're hoping to have a guest next week. Um, that was our little surprise we were talking about. Um, any other announcements? Mm-hmm. We just shot a music video for Trey. Oh yeah, that too. Is that is that a secret or can I say that? No, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so we got that coming whenever it's coming. So stay on the lookout for that. All right. Yeah, so uh, y'all have a blessed day, as Trey would say. Peace. <laughs> Take a look up at the sky on our side. Why? Might as well. Might as well.